Elliot, would you like to share? God can help you. So what God does. He helps. How about the countless wars declared in his name? How about the racist, sexist, phobia soup we've all been drowning in because of him? And I'm not just talking about Jesus. I'm talking about all organized religion. Exclusive groups created to manage control. All we are to them are our paying fanboys of their poorly written sci-fi franchise. Welcome to Narratively Speaking, the podcast that explores the power of story in all its forms, its role in society, and how it helps to shape the ideas we think we believe in. I'm your work in progress host, Harv, and today we're joined once again by Jay Ridley, who you hopefully remember from episode 19, Stories We Tell Through Music. Jay is, I think it's fair to say now, a friend and contributor to the podcast. And we've been talking for quite some time about doing a series of episodes on the religions of the world. This is, uh, if we can stay on topic, the first of this series. And today we're looking to focus on the new age religion. So, Jay, welcome to the podcast. Did you enjoy being on the podcast last time? It was really good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. You got a taste for it now. That's why you forced your way back in. (laughs) Um, Jay's done all the research. So... uh, (laughs) Um, I, I'm a little less prepared, but you know, deliberately so, because I want to. I want to hear your version yeah. of what you think this religion's mm. all about. And mm. when I was looking through it, I found it's quite ill-defined. Yes, it is. People in the New Age don't often refer to themselves as the, as the New Age, so it tends to be a, a label that comes from the outside. But right. uh, yeah, it's quite quite a, an, an eclectic movement. It's a lot, a lot of different teachers, a lot of different organisations, and and stuff like that. So when I when I was looking at it, I just found I, I couldn't tell really what it is. It's not really no. a religion, is it? It's a religious movement. Yeah, it's a movement. That's yeah, right. Yeah, it's a it, but it's not one one particular religion. It's like it's a group of different you know teachers and and you know groups and that with their own particular philosophies but there is a kind of common thread running through all yes. of it it's consistent but there's consistent. no there's no church of new age right no that's not not very top, the top there's down no sort of thing. particular ritual no or priesthood or no. organization around it yep. maybe that's part of what appeals about it, it. is they're, they're kind of anti that a little yeah a little bit like uh blavatsky sort of as, as a bit of a helena blavatsky Mm-hmm. who started the theosophy movement. Mm-hmm. Um, she was pretty anti the whole uh, tradition and, and custom and, you know, priests and authority, I guess, and mm-hmm. would, would think that that would kind of get in the way of true uh, a reli- religious life, I suppose. Okay. So there's, yeah, that kind of anti-authoritarian aspect is, is part of it all. Yeah. Now, Blavatsky yeah. was kind of one of those 
elite philosopher types, right? Like, like LeVay and, and um, you know, all of these, it, it seems to yeah. me that there's a whole sort of elite circle. That, I'm wondering what you mean by the word elite there. Well, elite being the, you know, the powerful people of the day. They seem to have their favorite people to inform their philosophical beliefs. Do you mean that the elite take these ideas up or? Yeah. And, okay. and also yeah, yeah. try to control the dissemination of it. So Blavatsky wrote The Secret Doctrine. The Secret Doctrine, yeah, yeah. It was secret at that point, apparently. But no, the, New the Age Secret Doctrine isn't. wasn't secret. I don't think that was, was quite quite popular. Why is it called but, that then? I thought she was exposing what the Secret Doctrine was. Like, Yeah, yeah. So so it's called The Secret Doctrine because um, she was she basically travelled around the Orient and mm-hmm. did a whole bunch of research and studied, you know, different esoteric, um, you know, secret societies and mm-hmm. esoteric texts and, and East, things. Eastern like religions. Yeah, in yeah. Eastern religion. Basically also she said that I don't, this might not have been true. She might have made this up. She said that she had a particular um, supernatural entity called a, a, a yeah. master who gave her all this, all this um, <laughs> you know, special knowledge that, yeah, she might have made up. Sort and of that's thing. another common trope. Yeah, if you if you go into a lot of people who are trying to be leaders in the like David Icke says that he had yeah. kind of channeled he doesn't call it channeling but yeah. but this channeling idea seems to be quite oh, common yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's is it Thoth or something that, that, that there's a few of them there's a few of these yeah. uh, invisible yeah entities that seem to be yeah. you know dictating books to people and stuff well even Jesus apparently Jesus was behind a course in miracles so. Oh, well, there you go. I didn't even know that. I thought maybe that was the one exclusion. No, <laughs> no. It's, it's just this weird idea that somehow, you know, you can't come up with this knowledge yourself. It has to be channeled. Well, it's, it's like it, it kind of lends a kind of authority to it. It's like it's, it's not just me saying this. Yeah. It's some, you know, being that, uh, you know, has, you know, it's beyond the ordinary human yeah. and has, you know, access to this, you know, special knowledge from, I don't know. From God or whatever, but they're, uh, they're not God, are they? I mean, they might be demons or something. It's well, it's they're, they're kind of defined. closer to God, I suppose. That yeah. they've, like, say, for the the idea behind the masters, what they they originally were human beings, but um, over several lifetimes, they had sort of perfected themselves until they 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 got to the point where they they stopped incarnating, they stopped, you know, being in the human form, and then sort of reached nirvana. Yeah, and then from that point they could sort of um, guide and teach humanity. Okay, so I mean I'm pretty much that's... at that point now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's hard though. I mean not everyone can get here. No, well that's it's the aspiration to to mm. um, you know. Yeah, that's, that's why I tell people not to touch me because if they then they'll find out that I'm a non-physical entity. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's why that's why I always say I'm shy for that. So Blavatsky had this story that she uh, was channeling information from this group of Indian uh, invisible spiritual entities, right? Yes, yes, yes. And what was the the basic premise of the secret doctrine? It was just a mishmash mishmash of all these sort of Eastern philosophies and, and esoteric ideas. Oh God, it's 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 really I'm not, hard. I'm not to assuming define. that you've read it or anything. I know I haven't. <laughs> yeah, so it's 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 a it's a bunch of ideas. It's kind of like um, she thought that um, 
there was a core of truth that was behind all the, the major religions. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that this, this truth had kind of been covered up um, by, by these different religions, by the, the, the powers that be sort of thing. Right. So you're saying that she was exposing mm. the esoteric ideas. She was mm. a, uh, she wanted to bring it to the masses. Uh, yeah, bring bring it to the masses. I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it was almost like the the powerful people of the day who were the custodians of mm. secret information. Yeah. Which you could argue we still have today. Yeah. Um, the information secret. So I don't mm, know about mm, it, mm. but it's on YouTube as well. Right. Uh, so they're not doing a very good job mm. <laughs> of keeping it secret. Yeah. But yeah, there's always been this. Uh, I think, you know, the powerful people of any particular time. Mm. They think that by having secret information, right. they gain power over the people who don't have that information, yeah. which makes sense, right? Mm-mm-mm. So why would Blavatsky be so interested in getting it out to the masses? Was she anti-establishment, do you think? Um, well, I, I think what she wanted was a, a kind of a, a spiritual revolution. Mm. Um, I think that she thought that uh, the existing religions weren't really serving people. No. Um, spiritually, and that they were hiding this this sort of special knowledge. Mm. Um, it, like like part of the idea was it, she had an idea that was similar to what there is in Hinduism, where that like the true self is is God. It was is the same thing as as God, right? Um, the Christ consciousness, yeah, that thing. that yeah. that sort of idea, um, which is according to. Christianity, I think that's sort of heretical. Christianity um, doesn't explain this stuff very well, though. Mm. Christianity's like saying, "Hey, Jesus, mm. great bloke, act yeah. like him." Yeah, and and it doesn't really go into that sort of philosophical stuff yeah. like the Eastern religions. Yeah, it about. does a little bit, like it talks about you know the kingdom of heaven is within you, and you I know, guess it the, does these, these sorts yeah. of things that kind of hint at it. Yeah, but so, without really explaining it like that. Yeah, the New Age they they go go through those sort of uh, parts in the Bible quite often to say, you know, that, that uh, this has biblical support, what we're saying. Right. And uh, so, so she's, she's cobbled together bits of Eastern religions and whatever, yeah. taking her favorite bits. So it's, it's sort of like her greatest hits album for religions. Yeah. And she's yeah. tried to put it out there. Yeah. And when was this, what sort of time period was the, um, was she publishing her books and stuff? So the the sort of late nineteenth century. Okay, that this, it's taken this a while. Was, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the new age religion. I mean, it's really only become popular what in the sort of eighties or seventies. Yeah, probably the the seventies that it sort of. So people have of, sort of discovered the books and gone, oh, this sounds like some good nonsense to follow. Yeah, this is better than Christianity. <laughs> Let's follow this. Yeah, that, that, I mean, and, you know, probably it, it kind of ties in with more of an interest in Eastern religions as yeah. well as, as kind of, you know, Christianity drops off a little bit in, in the West in terms of mm. popularity. Um, it just, I think probably for people in the, the 60s and 70s, um, it represented things that they didn't like, you know, yeah. tra- tradition and... and dogma. Uh, dogma. Shame. Was, yeah, things like that, and they wanted to find a different uh, yeah, way to think about religious issues. Well, the religious story, like we were saying before, is all based around this sort of metaphor, or if you want to think it actually happened, fine, 
uh, the you know the Garden of Eden story where right. where you're picking between knowledge of yourself with the shame of knowing what you are mm. or this kind of blissful ignorance and God represents the blissful ignorance and yeah. the devil the snake right represents knowledge yeah and so the these other esoteric ideas they're all founded in knowledge and awareness mm. right consciousness right so I think that's why when you get into the sort of, when you put it in front of a Christian and they look at the new age religion, or mm. if a new ager then compares their religion to Christianity, yeah, they suddenly start getting this impression that Satanism and the new age are somehow related. Yeah. So did you find anything that was, that indicated that that was by design or deliberate? Because I've seen some mm. YouTube videos where people say it's, it's actually just a honeypot for Luciferianism. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really see it that way. Right. And to yeah. me, there's not really much evidence of that. Yeah. So, but but some of the thinkers of the time around yeah. when Blavatsky was around, I have yeah. a lot of trouble saying her name. I must say. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just call her Blatty. <laughs> right. Yeah. So when Blatty was around, yeah. Um. Yeah. The you know you you sort of had your Anton Lavey who was yeah. coming from the same school of thought but splitting mm. off into the Church of Satan. And you had right. your Crowley stuff going on. Yeah. And it just seems to me that it's all just one big sort of, you know, melting pot of religious ideas that ended up splitting into several different directions. But the ones that are based around the self, yeah, which is almost every religion probably except Christianity. I don't know. Is it? Like individualism um, being, you know, the, the important part of, of spirituality. To, I mean, to me, that's more a new age thing. I think okay. I think the other religions are much more based around the the group, like the the culture. Mm. Um, so, like in Christianity, it'd be you know t- attending the church. Um, yeah, it was not like saying Christianity is not so much about personal transformation because, in a sense, people if as, as long as you realize you're already saved by Christ, you know, mm. apparently. You know, Christ saved people when He died on the cross. Yeah, um, it's already done. So, so it's already done, Nothing basically. Do. Yeah. So it's it's not about transformation at all. No, not not in not in Christianity. It's not. You see, it as like a magical religion. You said before, it's um, based in science. Yeah, they they try and ground it in in science, but there's it's a paradox because, like, say, Blavatsky was very critical of science and and materialism. In, mm. in fact, she. So around that time, um, Darwinism was was really big, and it, right. the whole thing to do with evolution, sort of, you know, finding out that there's, uh, you know, a natural explanation for, you know, how humans evolved and mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, people found that very threatening. Yes. Um, well, so, it means God didn't just snap his fingers, right? No. So, because because in the past there was like a religious explanation for that. Mm. And as uh, science gave an explanation for those sorts of things, right. um, people found that very threatening. Mm. That so they they preferred to have a um, a, a supernatural explanation, but I, not I anymore, right? Not anymore. Well, it's not threatening anymore. I mean, but Christianity it's to some people. I guess there's still some some cultures and and countries that that still embrace Christianity quite heavily, mm. but in general the general trend of Christianity is to go out of fashion and not, not 
get more followers, right? I think so. I think I think that it is losing losing followers. Do you think yeah. that they're that Christianity is losing to New Age. Do you think New Age Definitely. is where a lot of them are funneling into? I mean, Definitely. we know there's a few Satanists and stuff popping up around the place, but yeah, but that's an exception. I, I think I think yeah, it's basically hemorrhaging followers, and they're they're going to uh, the New Age definitely. So what's and the I think appeal? that's I think that's partly why uh, a lot of Christians don't like the New Age movement because it's it's competition. Yeah, I agree. They, they also don't like atheists, obviously. Mm. Um, atheists that's growing as well. I don't think atheism is is as as much of a thing at the moment because it was uh, it seemed to be around a lot with you know Richard Dawkins and Sam yes. Harris when they wrote their books you know the Four mm. Horsemen and that yeah it was a big deal at the it was a big deal time. and like lots of YouTube videos about it and, and, and now the biggest sort of atheist stuff. is Ricky Gervais right yeah probably he actually said something like um, I can't remember what his what his metaphor was but he said I don't need to convince you that i'm an atheist yeah it's you know he said um some people have skiing as a hobby yeah i don't ski yeah but i don't say my hobby is not skiing that's right the lack of something isn't a thing atheism isn't a thing atheism is the default yeah and then you can have a belief right that's outside of that yeah which is an interesting way to look at it but i don't think atheism is actually neutral so he's he's actually being a bit um duplicitous in saying that i think right agnostic is the neutral one right atheism is saying you know there's no god and that's a different thing right you can say i assume that there probably isn't a god yeah if you soften it a little bit that's agnostic yeah Yeah. new age doesn't does it have a god story at all it's very ill-defined because they they say that god is you know this sort of indescribable thing like you can't really know know about it but Mm. it's it's God is sort of like the the true reality. It's sort of everything that he is, and it's not a very um, good religion if it doesn't explain. It's very reality. It's a, it's a bit. It's, that's that's religion's it, job. It's it's a, <laughs> it's a bit. It's a bit vague. Yeah, yeah it it's is a bit vague. But it, the, but they can say that you can have it like a consciousness of it. Yeah, you know, through through sort of meditation or you know um, things like that. So but so consciousness, the idea of consciousness, is a is a new age. Is that what yeah, God the, is? Yeah, the the idea basically that or that. The, the material world is is a reflection of of, con- of this you know, consciousness basically but when sam um, harris talks about consciousness he's not talking about anything to do with new age is he or maybe no he he's he's talking about the consciousness that human beings have mm, awareness um, awareness of which reality. which which is which yeah which is i guess maybe some new ages might think that's quite kind of a limited form of the universal consciousness right. like it's 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 an aspect of it or part of it, um, but it's kind of this very kind of filtered, um, ver- limited version of it. Uh, if that if that makes sense. Yeah. No. And but but Sam Harris is leading thousands of people in meditation. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, he's completely unqualified to do so. So, <laughs> yeah. not not that I have any problem with the guy. I, yeah, I like yeah. I like the guy. I listen to his podcast. But the fact that he's leading people in meditation. Have you ever listened yeah. to any, any of his? Oh, no, I downloaded his... the app actually. Right. But I, I haven't used it. I haven't it downloaded yet. the app, but I listened to it and it's yeah. quite, it's appealing. I get it, but I don't yeah. know if that's what meditation is supposed to be or not. Right. If you talk to my, my mate, Doug Wilson, he'd be like, no, Sam Harris doesn't even know what meditation is. Yeah. So that, that, that's possible. Yeah. But um, yeah, so we've got this new age idea where, you know, you have consciousness, but consciousness becomes a magical thing. 
Mm. Like I said to you before, it's almost as if the metaphor is it's it's a big lake of a big golden lake of consciousness liquid that you can bathe in right. and and drink from and yeah. absorb, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so why do you think that kind of idea mm. sucks people in and appeals to them as because it's not provable. We haven't seen the lake, right? So let's right. just talk about it as a story without judging whether or not it's a true story or a false one. Yeah. Why do you think it rings true to people? Um I think, well, I mean, it's a different conception of God than say what what you'd have in the, the Christian God, where mm. it's it's kind of um, a little bit paternal or or prescriptive, yeah. Uh, in terms of you he's know, bossy, yeah, yeah, mm. um, a bit like that. It, it allows people to have sort of more freedom to follow whatever path they they want to, yeah. I guess, and that's a big part of the whole New Age thing is you know you can go. You can use ideas from any religion or even like follow any religion. Right. Like all paths lead to God sort of thing. Okay. Um, so, yeah. My, and also it's, it's appealing, this, this notion of you know, God is conscious, consciousness because that also means that that's, that's people's true self. Right. Um, so it's a matter of like if, if you let go of your... Um, uh, your, I guess, your identity or your idea of who you are. Mm. Um, you can kind of experience yourself as God. Yeah. So it's this kind of way of of uh, getting in contact with it or experiencing it as a reality. Mm. So I'm just just trying to see what <laughs> what the appeal of it is because I mean it doesn't appeal to us. So I guess that's no. hard for us to judge. <laughs> it's it's yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it doesn't appeal to me because there are aspects of it that. Uh, you know, I, I tend to buy into or, mm. or be happy to accept, you know, like yep. the idea of consciousness as a magical thing. Mm. Uh, I don't really go with that mm. or at least I'm open to it, but I don't yeah. think that's what the default position should be. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't assume there's anything magical, a magical lake that we're all dipping into. Right. Um, I just assume that the most logical thing is consciousness is some kind of illusion that we have about ourselves due right. to our, the complexity of the electrical signals in our brain mm. and how we interpret those things, the processing of those things. Mm. So, and if you, if you look at science, it says basically the same thing because you can't believe in AI mm. becoming sentient without just assuming that our consciousness is also just a collection of complex signals and connections. Mm. Right. So that doesn't appeal to me personally, but I can see how it would because any time that I try and express consciousness as, and I call it an illusion, right? people tend to go, screw you, I'm special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or we're right. special as a species or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And, you know, but there's so much unexplained in that idea. It's like, mm. so what, what does a dog get? Is it a different lake or mm. is the dog just getting less of the lake? Or how does that, like, we know that the complexity of a dog's brain is different from a human. Right. Why not just assume that that's why we behave differently and Mm. we can understand different stuff? Or maybe dogs can understand everything, they just can't talk. I guess it's a question of, you know, whether the brain produces consciousness or whether it kind of consciousness comes from outside the brain and the brain is some sort of filter. Mm. For that consciousness. I well, guess that's it's what New Age diff- would say, right? The yeah. latter? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. So what do you think? 
Oh, there, there might be something to it. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> so you I, are I, a new I, ager. You're a closet yeah, new yeah, ager. Probably in a way. Yeah. yeah. So probably you, in you, a way. You, but that's what but I don't really, is. I don't really understand it. Like if, if you asked me to defend that position, I probably couldn't. <laughs> well, so, how could you though? Like, how yeah. can you ever know? That's what I mean. Like, if there's some magical golden lake somewhere, yeah, uh, in a in a realm that we can't see, right. it's unprovable from yeah, yeah, from yeah. the from a material world, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so, it doesn't stop people trying to trying to prove it, and yeah, and, and saying that they have proven it. So, so let's get um, into that. There's people who who uh, there's other things associated with New Age, maybe not part of what you would call the religion or yeah. a pillar of the belief system, but mm. Things like astral projection and yeah. uh, the idea of uh, channeling and all of that sort mm. of stuff is very new agey, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what what's the deal with all that? Like, how? What are the people who believe in new age? What are they trying to achieve? Because in Christianity, that's really obvious. You want to go to heaven. Yep. God, be friends with God. Uh, meet Jesus. Yeah. In new age, what's the goal? Um, what's the reward? So, so different groups would would uh suggest different things so for blavatsky it was i guess uh to kind of evolve spiritually um each lifetime and then kind of over uh, a period of lifetimes reach nirvana i suppose that would okay, okay it's probably similar to the the buddhist idea or the the, the hindu idea sounds like it reincarnating as a, a higher form of life every time yeah and and being demoted if you do bad stuff right? yeah exactly yeah. yeah being demoted yeah. um i'll, I'll probably be a pig <laughs> next life yeah i mean even um like plato thought about that yeah thought that like the transmigration of souls and and, and things like that mm. so um yeah so there's this emphasis on becoming more and more spiritual mm. um and i guess as as part of that as i guess a side benefit you you get sort of uh psychic powers as, right. as well third eye yeah things like that yeah. things like that um so the third eye is a, a big deal as well right like um yeah opening your third eye becoming more aware being able to exactly to burn down things with but, your mind. but the idea behind that isn't isn't to get those powers just just for the sake of it it's to mm. sort of help you along the the spiritual path mm. yeah and and part of what blavatsky also said was there were certain practices that that she recommended, and one was kind of communicating with these masters, like having a like each person would have a particular master, right? And the the idea was that you would kind of make contact with them, and they would give you special advice. So, so that was also like your guardian angels, yeah, kind stuff of stuff like that, yeah. giving you access to a pool of knowledge, yes. wisdom. Yes. So she had her little Indian group she had a whole yeah, group yeah, of them. Yeah. does everyone get a group or do you just get one guy I, th I think you just get one guy right yeah and it wasn't it wasn't she just was her like her, her ideas sort of influenced teachers you know like alice bailey and mm. and um, claire prophet and people like that yeah so there's kind of a like this sort of lineage mm. um to, that sort of came from theosophy um and then yeah a lot of these teachers was kind of interested in theosophy from the, yeah, the beginning right. and it's uh it's interesting. You know, I, I was speaking to uh, to Doug the other day and he yeah. was talking about, uh, you know, these ideas of reincarnation, you mm. know, that's the Eastern philosophy of yeah. reincarnating as different things. Yeah. And uh, and then, you know, we got into 
a shared consciousness and how reincarnation is really related to a shared consciousness mm. almost. Mm. Although one, they're, they're kind of the inverse of each other. One is you're the same entity reincarnating as different bodies and right. shared consciousness is we're all one entity right? Uh, re in, incarnating as different bodies, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I said to him, it's funny how you can kind of poke flaws in these sort of bits of logic mm. with just, you know, with really easy sort of arguments. Like mm. um, if, re if reincarnation is true, then yeah. why does it need to be within the constraints of time? Mm. Why do we impose chronology yeah. on esoteric ideas? They, they, there's no reason that chronology, that's just because of our perception and our yeah. experience that we can't think of things. Yeah. It's a limitation of our thought, which proves yeah. that's where it comes from, right? Anything that's got chronology in it is yeah. talking about a human experience. Yeah, no, I think that's a really good point. Yeah. I was actually remembering an, an old short story, which you would have read of mine, yeah. that I wrote when I was a kid, which was mm. a guy meets another guy who claims to be a reincarnation of himself, yeah. but they're both living in parallel. Yeah. And the conclusion of the story is that the same entity is becoming all the people in the world all the time, mm. which is quite interestingly the esoteric idea of a single consciousness. Yeah. And I wrote that when I was like 15 or something like that, yeah, you yeah. know, like it's, these ideas are not necessarily difficult to think of. No. Uh, unless you want to actually come up with an answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't think new age is about answers, right? Which is maybe part of its appeal. It's, it's not really prescribing anything. It's just saying kind of believe what you want, really. There, there is an aspect of, of it like that. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what do you have to believe in to say that you're a new agent? Do you have to meditate? you have to do yoga or something? Well, um, I don't think – well, the thing is, like, I don't think new agers would call themselves new agers. Like, there, there might be a particular teacher that they're into. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so, if, I mean, it, it could be any – like, it depends on the particular teacher and what they say. Okay. Um, so if it's about, you know, contacting, you know, masters and, and angels and stuff like that, then mm. yeah, that's what you need to do, I suppose. Okay. Um, so you need to just pick the teacher that has a message that you prefer. I, I, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many out there basically. So what's, um, an, what's an example of a modern one that you've, uh, that you've come across? That well, I mean, there's Eckhart Tolle. Okay. Um, he's quite famous at the moment, sort of yeah. promoted by Oprah. It was yeah. kind of Oprah's a bit of a teacher as well, I think. Yeah. You should be um, as much a guru as anyone else, really, yeah, just in a, in a modern context. Yeah, that's right. I don't know what um, she's really teaching anyone, but you know, you know, if you sit there for long enough, I'll give you a car kind of yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah, and you know, things like the, you know, the secret and, and, mm. and stuff like that. She promoted that too, right? She probably did. I'm sure she yeah. did. I'm sure yeah. that's where I first heard about it. It was yeah. this big thing and the secret, and she promoted the book. Right. And, yeah, the law apparently, of attraction. Apparently, you know, that originally came from channeled knowledge, apparently. Oh, of so, course. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, don't get me started on the law of attraction, <laughs> unless it's part of New Age, I guess, in which case we should cover it. But I, um, I don't think that specifically comes from New Age, right? Like some of the ideas maybe, but yeah. I don't think it's anything that's related to the movement. Are we calling it a movement? No, it's just, uh, no I agree. It's probably something much older yeah. than that. It's more to do with, you know, the occult, the, right. the occult idea of, you know, um, I, I don't know much about it, but it's something like, you know, if you focus your attention 
on something, um, then you can get that particular thing. Yeah. Um, how it works, I, I don't know, but it's sort of like a magical principle. Now, um, you, you you were saying before that a new ager would consider reality or material world mm. as a projection of consciousness. Is that is that a thing? And and do you know where that comes from? That idea. Um. So it's probably got its roots in in Plato, right? Um, the, the cave and all that. Yeah, stuff. all that all that stuff. Yeah, and. But Plato doesn't. Re- I mean, I, look, I, I'm not going to pretend that I can read Plato and understand yeah. you know, better than anyone else. Yeah. But this idea that the allegory of the cave has anything mm. to do with the Matrix, I understand mm. how they're related. Yeah, the yeah. one was inspiration for the other. But I don't think Plato was saying the world is a projection. Plato no. was pointing out that your perception is reality, mm. and that if you see a limited subset, as in just the shadows on the wall in the cave. Mm. Mm. That's your reality. You don't know what's casting the shadow. Mm. But it's, mm. he wasn't saying, that's what I think the world is, was he? I don't know. I think that he, he had this idea of the, like the, the world of forms, and right. that, that was somehow beyond everyday reality. Yeah. So um, filling out forms? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, it's, a, it's a little bit hard to explain. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you're not prepared because we weren't we weren't planning to talk about Plato. No, no. Well, but they yeah, do seem not, related. All these ideas they all, they mm. all come back to the same fundamental questions and yeah. thinkers and historical context. You know, mm. like mm. you can't mm. talk about anything without coming across Crowley and Levey and Lavatsky and all of these characters that seem to have, you know, this small handful of people who seem mm. to have formed and shaped all of the thoughts of. The, the modern modern um person and modern yeah, lifestyle and so definitely social I mean, context yeah i mean blavatsky so i mean she's a pretty amazing person what she was able to do and how many different people she was able to influence and stuff yeah. like that i mean certainly she borrowed her ideas from other other people yeah but yeah it's just uh yeah, well, she travelled around, took the best bits, That's put right. together a greatest hits album, like I said. And <laughs> yeah. Off you go. Yeah. Everyone loved it. Yeah. It was uh it was a number one, yeah. I believe. That's Went to right. number one, didn't it? Was it on the New York Times bestseller list? I can't remember. Because uh, the New York Times probably didn't exist. I don't understand still the appeal of any of the religions, right? So I don't I don't um I don't think there's any argument that you could make that would explain to me a hundred percent what the appeal is but i think mm. i think any religion that doesn't include some kind of a magical idea that says mm. to people yeah you're more than just material you're more yeah. than just you know the sum of your parts you're mm. more than mm. just your body yeah uh i don't think it would work i don't mm. think it has a purpose right so even new age which seems mm. to be trying to use <clears throat> science to try and get past people's um rationality yeah a little bit and say well no this is all scientific it's fine just yeah, yeah. quantum realm blah 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 yeah, yeah yeah it's all good yeah um yeah i i still think at the end of the day it's still making a magical argument though isn't it that you know mm. the, the magical lake of consciousness that we all share is is yeah. yeah that's not really explainable no matter how many times you watch avengers endgame and work out how ant-man was able to time travel yeah <laughs> Right. Okay. You haven't seen Avengers Endgame, <laughs> no, no, have you? No, I haven't. Yeah. No. I, know, I need to. Yeah. See the. I haven't seen many of the Marvel movies, so oh, well. I, I didn't. I decided not to watch it because I want to 
yeah, figure out what the story is basically. Um, yeah, well, you've got 20 movies to I watch, know, so. I know. That's why I've been avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, you really should have kept up with it when, when it's happening. <laughs> it's kind of too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mm. Do you think, though, that the need for rationality in the New Age religion is indicative that we're getting smarter and harder to fool with just uh, parale- uh, parables and, and um, yeah, you know, nursery rhymes? And- yeah, I mean, I mean, ultimately, people want to believe in what's true. You know, that's Do they though? I think they want to. Yeah. I would question that. Yeah. I would question that. And you and I have talked about this before, but don't people just want to believe in what they want to believe in, which is I think whatever I, makes them feel good about I think ultimately, reality. Yeah. yeah. I think there people have like unconscious drive to believe certain things because it, cause it will suit them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I, there's a lot of people who say but, they're looking for truth, but what they're yeah. really looking for is a comforting idea. Yeah, that they exactly. Can adopt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think consciously they they think that they want it to be true. Yeah. Um, but being educated in in logic and reason and scientific method and all mm-hmm. that, it's harder to believe in things that are fantastical. So right. maybe that's where New Age comes along and says we well, yeah. don't have to like Scientology yeah. for all its ridiculous flaws starts off quite similarly in the sense mm. that they say um you're sad and we can fix that and that's right. that's how you get pulled into the religion the yeah. stages that it, yeah that it goes through new age is similar right where it's mm. saying if you're sad here might be an answer yeah it doesn't say that we've got an e-meter and we can measure it and it's right. because of dead alien children attaching themselves to your body yeah but it's not necessarily a more realistic <laughs> explanation either no i don't know maybe it is but it doesn't seem like it's well me. It i think like- that's what drives a lot of people to the new age though is, mm. that, is that they're feeling sad and they can't find the answers from elsewhere like from christianity or through um psychiatry or you mm. know therapy or whatever mm. they you know want to find it through another means yeah um and one that kind of addresses the big questions you know the ultimate reality how we got here what happens when we die yeah. sort of thing so something that's kind of yeah kind of universal in its in its claims i guess yeah it's almost um, a theory of everything type a of theory of everything religion yeah yeah except that it doesn't really then it sort of skirts away from actually giving any real answers about anything yeah from the from what i say anyway i just i, I don't it when when you say um, Jesus Christ died on the cross and saved all of humanity, yeah, for all the flaws in the logic of the story, or mm. you know, my ability to believe in that, uh, how the mechanics of that would work, mm. I get it though. I mean, I get what they're saying. Yeah, with New Age, when I'm reading about it, I'm just like, okay, so it's a collection of all these things, and at the end, I still don't really know what it what it's all about. Yeah. Like, if I wanted yeah, to yeah, call yeah. myself a New Age religion. Yeah, follower. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I don't know yeah. what I'd be calling you'd, you'd, myself. You'd, you'd you'd be the follower of a particular teacher, or right. you know, yeah, that's how it would work. You'd like say you'd, you'd get the course in miracles and you'd read that and and right and that's who you, that's what you'd be focusing on, sort of thing. Okay. Um, yeah, so you just but, follow a particular person as opposed basically, to basically, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense, but um, I'm probably not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, I, I guess in a sense, we all follow a little bit of new agey stuff, right? Like, mm. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. New age, the, the the idea of vibrational energy and stuff, that's all new age stuff, isn't it? Vibrational energy. Yeah, that we our thoughts are a vibrational frequency and that we can raise our consciousness and and increase our vibration and that our, our, oh, our yeah. vibrations all affect each other and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, also like auras and that too. Yeah, that's um, right. And chakras and yeah. All of that stuff seems to be lumped into new age to me. Anything basically that yeah. has a colorful diagram, I think, is or, new age. Or the the idea of you know there being a presence, mm. you know that that spiritual teacher had the real amazing presence sort of thing, and you know, mm. that you could detect by. Um, you mean presence as in charisma, or no? Actually, like as an energy, okay. like a sense that um, a special sort of energy that you wouldn't normally detect from a, an ordinary person. That this these certain teachers have. Um, people think that they can detect. Yeah, it's just a little bit of hierarchy there for you, isn't it? <laughs> well, you can channel one guy. I, I'm channeling twelve right now. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It just seems. I don't know. Maybe there are just you know natural leaders in in humans. It seems to me that's the case. You know, like mm. you've got your actors and stuff that you know they're just watchable they're just likable for no apparent reason they just seem to have a particular yeah. i guess you could call it an energy right yeah but um i'm sure you could codify all of that behavior into things that we follow and you could probably get it it could be quite anthropomorphic probably in, in the sense of you know you could explain it through anthropological mechanisms yeah. you know like survival mechanisms yeah, but I mean the the notion of there being a like a religious experience like that is definitely a thing. I mean, I I've had religious experiences like not often, mm. but but I would use that word to describe so it. Give me an example of of what you mean though. Um, you must have a specific. Idea so in there's your head a term that called the uh, a numinous experience. So it's this, yeah. it's this sense of something that's it has an effect on you, whether you you're kind of like. Um, amazed by it or you're terrified by it or something um and it seems to be this kind of incomprehensible mystery mm. um and I, i've had i've had experiences like that can you give me a specific type um, of thing? i promise um, i won't make fun of it <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just trying to there's only there's just been certain certain times of i've had it like i've say i've gone into a church um and there's been this sort of sense of peace you know Right, yeah. um, but churches are just kind of peaceful atmosphere, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, hard to could... go into a church and not feel a little bit of awe because of the how big the building is and it's majestic and there's stained glass windows and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Nice music playing. I mean, yeah. I don't necessarily relate that to a religious experience. It's just well, a sort you, of atmosphere. Yeah, you don't have to. Yeah, I mean, depends on what sort of language you use. Yeah. yeah. Because ultimately, like we we just we're using words and concepts to describe something, and New Ages think that you know God is is indescribable anyway, so you can't right. really apply concepts to it. Yeah. So like everything you would say about the religious or God is is false anyway. Mm. So it's so you can only have it as an experience. Um, I think that's yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, that makes sense, right? But it's also a little a little bit convenient. <laughs> when you when you're trying to create a a religious following without actually defining anything too closely, it's pretty easy to say God is unknowable or something, and then yeah. you're like, so 
oh yeah, we're not going to try and explain it because it's unknowable. So don't worry about it. Well, maybe that's that's why it's been so appealing because it's it's hard to dis- disprove if you can't mm. if you can't say what it is, mm. you can say what it's not. Sort of true. Thing. It's uh, true, and there's so many different aspects to it. You know, like um, astral projection and things like that 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 come into it that. You can just pick whichever bits you like the best and just say that's that's what I believe in. Yeah. You know, it's just a set of stuff, just a bucket of stuff that you can pull ideas out of and you know, that's yeah. you, you have your own brand, your own brand of new age religion. So you don't think it's a satanic thing because you know that's that's a big deal on on YouTube as you pointed yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's a lot of a lot of YouTubers think that. Yeah, there's a lot of people coming out saying, um, uh, "I used to be New Age, now I'm Christian." Okay, so you, you don't you don't satanic. think that they they started out as as Christians at all? That they had I'm not um, sure their parents were Christian because not sure that possibly, possibly. Yeah. I think they're returning to Christianity as opposed to just finding it as the answer. Yeah, because I mean, I do notice like um, Christians will talk about. You know, Ouija boards and, mm. and, and the occult and things like that, they'll yeah. often say um, they're really dangerous because yeah. they, they will, you know, it's it's a way for uh, evil spirits to kind of, uh, you know, take you over and, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I think that's definitely a thing. I don't, I don't think they're making it up. Really? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, it's not that I think that there are evil spirits, but I think that they, on some unconscious level that they they think that there are oh um, i think they believe it yeah 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 but it's oh, usually yeah, it's usually people that that grow up as christians yeah. that, that report that well that's the thing um, right you, you don't see you don't call something a demon if you haven't been raised in a religion that believes in demons exactly and yeah that's right and the whole thing of you know exorcisms and and things like that people being uh uh you know taken over by demons and things like like it used to be a thing in the past it would happen a lot mm. um but that was only when you know society was more christian it, you don't tend to hear about it happening no, that's right and, and also they had no understanding of mental illness or, no exactly or how the brain works so um yeah most of those things are much more yeah. easily explained using uh you know dissociative identity disorder and things like that or schizophrenia yeah, yeah although although when you know there have been people who've looked at at um, uh, demonic possession, and it does seem to be a bit different from other types of, um, you know, mental illness. There, there, there does seem to be there's certain like a very limited number of cases that fit certain definitions. Mm. Um, but it's like often these people they they started out as Christians and, and yep. believing in Christianity. So, um, yeah, yeah. So it's all it's all Christians' fault. <laughs> are well, we, we going to do an episode on Christianity as well? Well, it's yeah, pretty we hard. Can. It's given our culture is yeah. largely based around the Christian faith, right? Uh, it's pretty hard to talk about any religion without comparing it to Christianity. Isn't exactly. It? Yeah. No. That's. Almost, I mean, I find myself doing that naturally yeah, when I talk about the New Age, just like how how it differs into Christianity and and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, even though I've never um, bought into the religion itself, and my grandfather was a priest, I don't know if you yeah. know, but yeah, yeah, you know, I've, I had all the hallmarks of someone who would actually grow up to be quite religious. Mm. Um, I never did, but all of my morality and ideas and ethics and things are, are all directly analogous to principles in Christianity. That's right. 
I mean, I, I may not even believe that Christ is was a real historical person. I have no idea, mm. but I certainly am trying to be like him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Without yeah. even without even sort of following exactly. Properly. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, it's it's quite pervasive. I agree. Yeah, you know? and part of the maybe that's part of the reason why the new age ideas are powerful because. Mm. If if you're the sort of person who wants to break indoctrination, and certainly I, you know, I would fall into that category. Um, going new age after being brought up in a Christian country like we have is quite rebellious, isn't it? I mean, it is. Yeah, I mean that's sort of how hippie culture went, and you know, I mean, it seems like every generation has their their version of the new age, in, in at least the last few generations. Mm, that's right. Even even if it wasn't exactly the same. Yeah, well, I mean, dif- different gurus and that are kind of Christ-like figures in that they're, they're mm. seen as, you know, being perfect and the, the followers want to sort of emulate them and, and stuff like that. So it's a, it's kind of similar to the, you know, Jesus-disciple um, relationship. Yeah, yeah. There's a hierarchy. Sort of, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that's just a natural human thing to want to follow a leader? Yeah, I think so. Because I don't feel that way. Most of the time, I'm pretty anti-authority and yeah. anti-leader. I don't like idolizing celebrities, or mm. you know, I feel like I, if I had a choice, I'd tear all that down. That tendency, but it does seem right. to be a real tendency in general in mm. in most people, not not right. everybody, right? But you know, some some probably larger percentage of people just seem to want to have someone to follow. But I think that's just, isn't that just sort of like an intellectual laziness to not come up with your own ideas? That's a bit harsh. I don't mean that, again, I'm yeah. not trying to criticize all religious people or anyone who follows a leader, but um, wouldn't it be a more useful thing for everybody to be their own leader and come up with their own philosophies and ideas? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's sort of a, it would create a diversity on the planet, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's also something to be said for learning from a particular tradition or sure. a particular teacher. I'm not sure if everyone is is really open to that. Like, they might be um, focused on their own ideas about things and, and not, not kind of open to, you know, outside influences. Yeah, well, most people don't know where their ideas came from, probably. Right. I don't think they're necessarily following a particular teacher because they're they're not even aware why they're resisting new ideas or, mm. or what what where the ideas that they're clinging on to actually come from and mm. what they get from it. Yeah. But that's what I was saying to you before about why when someone comes to me and says something relatively magical mm. and I'll say, Well, show me some evidence or whatever, or show me some statistics or some studies that prove it. I'm not I'm not trying to actually be convinced or help them convince me. What I'm yeah. doing is trying to help them understand where their ideas come from yeah. and that some of them are just faith. And that's fine with me. I don't mind mm. that. There's nothing mm. wrong with that. But don't come and tell me that something is evidence-based mm. when you don't actually know what the evidence is. Just tell me that right. you believe it because you like the idea and that's fine. I, yeah. I've got no problem with that. Yeah. You know, you and I have talked about that a bit. You know, we have these contentious things. You believe in some yeah. things that I don't believe in. Yeah. I really, quite honestly, don't mind that you believe mm. in those things. Yeah. Just don't tell me that they're true mm. when you can't possibly determine that. And maybe that's why I don't buy into New Age, because it seems like they're telling you a bunch of things are true Yeah. when in reality they're just ideas. Yeah. And it's it, stolen ideas at, at that. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. It's almost like a, a form of cultural appropriation, isn't it? It's like take all the Eastern religions and stuff, and you know, now now us hippie white people go and you know pretend that we're spiritual yogis or something. It, it's it's got a sort of a, a an inauthenticity about it, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I I get that. Yeah, I I get that, mm. that sense from it. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, I guess if no one's calling themselves a new age follower uh, there's not even an expression for it is there like a you know a christian mm. a, a new ager is that a thing yeah. I, I think that's kind of a derisive term uh, it's possibly. yeah usually used derisively so what, what mm. would a new ager what would you actually call them if you didn't want to use a derisive term i don't even know uh, that would just be a, a follower of whatever particular teacher it would be right i, I guess mm. um, disciple of such and such so if you mm. if you had to say, would you say this is a healthy new trend in religion? Do you do you, uh, without buying into it? Do you like it? Do you think it's good for humanity, or do you think this is something that we should be fighting against and no, dispelling? I, I think it's I think it's good actually. I think it's um, it's good to question one's belief. So say if you if you grow up in, I mean what Blavatsky would say is that society is too materialistic and puts its faith too much in science. Yeah. Right. Um, I think it's always good to question the kind of dominant narratives of, so oh, yeah. of the society. Um, and say if you, if you grow up as a Christian and you're told a lot of dogma, um, it's good to kind of think of religious matters in a different way. Mm. Um, like that. So I think in that sense, it's the new age religions have been a good thing. Mm. Um, but I think that it can kind of become a, a, you kind of have to, um, uh, move through it in a way. You can't just remain stuck on, on a particular new age philosopher or teacher. You need to kind of, yeah. uh, it's a path, it's a it's journey. A, it's not a, yeah, not an all encompassing answer with a destination. Yeah. It's, it's like when people become first involved in a, in a particular teacher like i was in i really like krishnamurti to, to mm. start with i still do but i think i was pretty extreme in the beginning and i thought like this is this is the answer sort of thing and that mm. he knows you know um, he knows everything basically you're replacing one dogma with another exactly yeah 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 it's very um, true and i think there's this there's this kind of psychological dependency that can develop mm. and i think you kind of you have to get over that and then be aware of other teachers or other modes of thought and start evaluating them mm. because otherwise you're just going to become very narrow-minded because that's an aspect of the new age too. It's, it's part of, you know, everyone will become more spiritual and then we'll start, you know, sharing resources and then you sure. know, poverty will end. And So I, I want to throw something at you. I, I don't think I should let you get out of here without a little bit of uh, conspiracy theory stuff. Right. Okay. So the other thing that I've read and heard, and actually it's occurred to me independently of reading and hearing things about the new age religion is uh, it's kind of in line with this idea of the new world order, right? The new world order is basically mm -hmm. supposedly this elite plan to change the paradigms that we live under. And you would have one world religion, one world mm -hmm. government, and yeah. one world currency, right? Yeah. So they're the three tenets of the new world order. Now say what you will about whether elites are meeting in secret and, and actually planning this stuff. 
but that thing is is a real idea that mm. came from somewhere, right? Mm. And it seems to me that there are a number of candidates for what that religion might be, you know, or, or, or maybe even experiments in whether or not people will accept it in this sort of new paradigm. Mm. And new age to me seems to be, it seems like it's the front runner of what that religion is going to be. Mm. And they've picked bits from all these other religions, maybe just to make it palatable to the entire world so that yeah. when they bring in this new world order yeah. and, and try to encourage everyone to adopt the same religious ideas, right? it'll be sort of a little bit familiar to everybody. Yeah. You think there's anything in that? Hang on. So you're saying this new, sorry if I'm I'm being a bit daft I know, here. But I know you're not a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> I know so I'm not. So, yeah, so, let- so you're, you're saying that this is a nefarious thing, right? That, that this new world order isn't a good thing? I'm not sure. Okay. So it's presented that all way right, in right. conspiracy law, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as this thing to resist. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's bad. I mean, this I, was the whole, whole Blavatsky thing. That's what she wanted, a new yeah. world order, new world religion. That's right. Um, where poverty to end to sort of create this universal brotherhood of you know, right. different races, creeds and that. And there's no reason to think um, that hanging on to borders and individual currencies and yeah. all of these things that we have, this you know sovereignty of countries that yeah. seem to lead to quite a lot of wars. Wars, exactly. Different religions lead to a yeah. lot of wars. There's no real reason to think that that's a good paradigm to stick with. No. The problem is that the new world order will either be a movement from the grassroots, it'll be a natural change and evolution of our um, spirituality and yeah. consciousness and all that stuff. Yeah. Or it'll be some hijacked thing yeah. that'll come with, you know, um, surveillance state and all the stuff that we're seeing ushered in now, like yeah. literally happening now. Like, yeah, yeah. like your phone sitting over there is probably, probably listening, listening yeah, to this. <laughs> it's and probably we'll probably get <laughs> ads for new age religious stuff yeah. as yeah. soon as we log on to Facebook next, yes. right? So. Yes. And I'm glad you accept that because a lot of people, you yeah. know, like a year ago, people weren't accepting no. that. Now they're accepting that's possible. Yeah. So if we end up in this kind of big brother control grid, New mm. World Order, that is a bad thing, I think. You know, yeah, I'd, yeah, I'd rather yeah. a, a, more, a more natural evolution of, and I don't mind if New Age is the religion. I'll probably still be agnostic or atheist right. or whatever I am. Yeah, yeah. Or, or just... Uh, undecided, whatever. I don't think we have a word for undecided. Maybe that's what agnostic means, but yeah, yeah. Um, I'll probably stay that. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably have to use the currency. Mm. And uh, if there's a one government, I mean, they'll kill me if I don't follow their laws, right? So that's how <laughs> government works. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's justice at the point of a gun. Yep. So, all right. Well, I reckon that's been pretty good. You got anything else you wanted to? Touch on? No, not really. Sounds dirty when you say that. Doesn't it? <laughs> touch on anything else? Hey? No, no, that's all. And if uh, just to the anyone listening to this, if you heard some um, screams and stuff in the background, that's because Jay is torturing a toddler under the table. <laughs> so just ignore those. Um, it's just a thing. You don't need to worry about it. So <laughs> thanks for all this, Jay. And uh, right. yeah, we'll try and organize to do the next one soon. Good. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Cheers.